Joe. Joe. What's up? I'm surprised you're home. What are you doing? I was going to record a good luck message for Meg and John. Good luck's bad luck for the theater. It should be a break a leg message. Come sit then. God, we haven't recorded ourselves in ages. Yeah, the last video on here is from the day Dad got back. Oh, wow. That was like a year ago. It feels like just yesterday. I'm still not used to having him home. I'm still not used to his cane. And I've got the bruised ankles to show for it. I don't know if you can blame Dad for those. What do you mean? I mean you trip all over your own feet and everyone else's, literally. It's a good thing Meg's the one playing a dancer then, not me. Oh yeah, we should probably talk to her. It's recording? Yeah. Hi, Meggers. We miss you. It's so weird not having you around all the time. Yeah, you'd think you'd moved across the country instead of just across town. John said he'd pick me up for a visit once you guys have the dust situation under control. And once you have, like, a couch or a chair or something for her to sit on. Aw, who needs furniture when you have love? Plus those big, beautiful windows. The pictures look great, Meg. You and John both deserve mega super bonus points for moving houses and memorizing your lines. Concord Community Theater is lucky to have such consummate professionals in their midst, for sure. It's too bad Christmas time just came and went. If I'd known you were getting back into acting, Meg, I'd have written something for you. I'm excited for You Can't Take It With You. It's so sweet that you and John get to play husband and wife. Don't get any ideas, though. Dad, Amy, and Joe are going to opening night. I picked the flowers out myself. Marmy's going to take Beth on Sunday when it's less busy. I hate dragging my oxygen tank through a crowd. And I don't want to cause a scene. You never cause a scene. Well, I'm the only one bringing a nurse. <laughs> Everyone who goes to see plays is old. You will not be the only one there with a nurse. Hey. Hey, want to say something to Meg? What do you mean? I only text her like once an hour. Oh, a video recording. It's been a while. We're just saying break a leg and all that. Break a leg, Meg. I hate how that rhymes. How's old Aunt March? Uh, fine. You know, same as usual. Okay. Did she say anything about Europe? What? You didn't tell her? Tell me what? Uh, Aunt March might finally be going on that trip she's always talked about. Oh, God. I can't believe it's actually happening. I never thought I'd actually see the day. Did she pick a cruise? No. <laughs> Good. I don't want to be cooped up on a boat the whole time. I can't believe Aunt Marge told you before me. Why? She's only been dangling this trip over my head for as long as I've worked for her. Seven whole years. I guess I didn't realize it had been that long. And I've felt every minute of it. Aunt March has her moments. Are you kidding me? No, she's interesting. She has good taste. Hmm, maybe you're more patient than me after all. I don't think I would have even taken the job in the first place if she hadn't promised I could be her travel companion someday. And now, someday's finally here. Does she mention Vienna? Or Prague? Marmy's home. I'll grab her. She can hop on the video for Meg. I forgot we were recording. We're terrible about that. Did something happen? Why? You're being weird. 
I'm just tired. I was starting to think Aunt March had just forgotten about the whole thing, or maybe decided she was too old to travel, but it's actually real. Do you think she'll let me make itinerary suggestions, or am I pushing my luck? Let's not get too ahead of ourselves. Hi, girls. You're back early. Amy asked me to come home. Are you going to... Um... Okay. Is everything all right? Yeah. Yes. You're scaring me. Go ahead, Amy. I don't dislike Aunt March as much as the rest of you do. I understand why we've had problems with her in the past, and I'm not asking anyone to forgive her, but she is... I don't really mind working as her companion. It beats retail, honestly, and it's helping me save up for college a lot faster. And she gives me time to sketch and draw when she's napping. Okay, that's fine. I didn't mean to make you feel judged when I asked you to take on... It's... it's not that. Um... Aunt March asked me to come to Europe with her. Oh. I don't know what to say. It's a good thing, Amy. Yeah. It's okay. I'm sorry, Joe. No, it really is. <laughs> I know it's not. I've been pushing Aunt March off onto you and giving you all my hours, and I don't know what I expected. She promised you you would be the one to go. I know it's not fair. Trust me, it's exactly what I deserve. I almost said no, really. But then I thought, well, I don't know if she'd offer it to you even if I turned it down. She probably wouldn't. I'm really happy for you, Amy. Thanks. I know you'll make the most of the trip no matter where you end up. As long as you don't forget to pack your watercolor pencils. Hey, Europe's not going anywhere. Joe, you're going to pay for us all to go and you're a famous author, right? Right. I'm going to grab a snack. Amy, do you want to go? Yeah. <laughs> I know, honey, I know. I can't believe this is happening. I was surprised too. That old witch dangled that carrot in front of me for years. I know. Sometimes it was the only thing keeping me going. You've got every right to be upset. Now I'll never see Rome or Paris or any of the places I've dreamed so much. Joe, you're 21 years old. You can't say never yet. Marmy. The shock of it all will pass in a few days, and you'll see... No. Never. You'll see that this might end up being for the best. You and your aunt would have driven each other absolutely batty. You would have been in each other's throats before the plane touched down. Why spoil your first trip overseas with memories like that? You have your whole life ahead of you. Traveling takes money, Marmy. It does. And believe me, I understand your frustration. You won't catch me jetting off to Prague at the drop of a hat, no matter how much I'd like to. I feel so trapped here. Your aunt wants you to think you can't have these opportunities unless she bestows them on you. Let's not give her the satisfaction. Don't let her win. <laughs> the worst part is, I understand. 
why she brought Amy instead of me. And I'm not mad at Aunt March as much as I'm mad at me for being the way I am, for being somehow incapable of keeping my fat mouth shut. Joe. It's true. Who wouldn't rather have Amy around? She's beautiful and funny and good at art. She's popular and everybody likes her. Of course Aunt March likes her better. Everyone does. I like you both equally. (laughs) You have to say that. I know you're feeling overwhelmed. And I'd be disappointed too. But you're getting carried away. (laughs) I know. I can't help it. There's a whole world beyond Concord that I'll never get to see. It's full of people. And some of them are bound to like you. I'm not as sure as you. Now you're just being silly. I am silly and annoying. And I feel like there's no place for me anywhere. I'm too much of a shrew for even my spinster aunt. I miss your short hair. Aunt March said it made me look like an old broom. It was lovely. I think even Amy came around to it in time. It made me so happy when we would FaceTime to see that little Bob and remember how you came running in all frantic, practically throwing money at me. You were desperate to help. I still don't know how you thought of selling your hair online. It just seemed like something a heroine in an old novel would do. And then I thought, there's gotta be an app for that. (laughs) I should have known. The short hair matched your rebellious reputation, but you don't fool me, Joe March. (sighs) Because you have first-hand evidence that I'm a crybaby? Because I know that even though you pretend not to care what anyone thinks, you want to be liked and loved every bit as much as Meg or Amy. What about Beth? Beth's gift is that she knows she's loved. That's why she's so calm compared to my three little neurotics. And you've been a wonderful sister to her. And Meg and Amy, too. I hope this trip won't come between you and Amy. You've been so patient with her since she finished school, and you know she adores you. It's easier to be patient with her when I'm not in charge of grading her social studies essays. But I know what you mean. She was only taking on my hours with Aunt March because I asked her to. It's really not her fault. And Europe will be very inspiring for an artist like Amy. It would have been awfully inspiring for a writer, too. Don't lose hope, Joe. I need your spirit more than ever now. What do you mean? I guess I just miss Meg. Let's go downstairs and congratulate Amy properly. Yeah, she deserves it. Scoot over. Stop it. Come on, there's room for us. Hey! Ow, jeez, is that pillow full of sand? I need my space. You should have thought of that before you came over to my house. You said there'd be pizza, and you can share this couch without sitting that close to me. I wasn't sitting that close. I can't eat with your bony elbows poking me in the ribcage. I know you don't want to talk about it, but... I'm sorry about Aunt Marge picking Amy over you. Please don't hit me with the pillow again. (laughs) 
it's fine. I feel like a complete idiot for actually trusting her and, you know, pinning all my worldly hopes on her, but it's fine. Well, you know, you don't need your aunt to go to Europe. Grandpa's always talking about wanting to go back to Italy. Oh, Teddy. You could come with us. And after a couple weeks there, we could hop on a quick flight and go anywhere you want. Paris? London? Prague, maybe? I couldn't intrude on a family thing like that. You wouldn't be. I could never accept such an expensive gift. Of course you could. It doesn't make a difference to Grandpa. You do not have to feel bad. I don't feel bad, but it feels uncomfortable. Your family has already been so generous with mine. Who's keeping score? Teddy, please. Come on. We're going to go at some point either way. I'm not going to have any fun without you. <laughs> okay. Help me light a fire under that old man. I'm sure he'll agree to go back soon if you mention it. That doesn't make me feel better. He's got so many old friends there from his expat days. We'll hardly see him anyway. Really? The two of us, running around Europe. Can't you just see it, Joe? I can. I might get homesick, though. What's the longest that you've ever been away? Never more than a long weekend. I used to go have sleepovers at my grandparents' house, but at least one of my sisters was always with me. You might like having a little more space to yourself. Yeah, space to think. You're right. It would be awfully inspiring for my writing and your music. I'll need a good excuse if I'm ever going to return to NYU, I guess. Wait, what do you mean if? Doesn't matter. We're talking about our trip. Get excited! <laughs> hang on, hang on. Nothing's set in stone. But you want to go. Of course I want to go. But what would I do if Beth got sick? I'm sure you could fly back first thing. And I'm guessing that's not a good enough answer for you. No, I guess not. Beth doesn't want you to be trapped here for her sake, Joe. Come to Europe with me, and we'll have so much fun, and we can do whatever we want. Maybe you can. I get it. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry too. Oh, uh, don't be. Between you and Amy, I'm going to have a lot of amazing pictures to live vicariously through. I'm not in any hurry to go. I'll just wait for you, and we can go together when the situation with Beth is better. <laughs> what? No, you can't do that. I'm not... <laughs> I don't know what my life is going to be even two years from now. Who does? Uh, don't you? Aren't you going to finish your degree? Sure. I thought maybe this Europe trip was like a cap on your time off. But you can't delay that long. You need to go back to school. Okay, Grandpa. <sighs> Most of the time, I don't understand why you haven't gone back already. And the rest of the time? I'm too glad to have you around to wonder, I guess. Why haven't you gone back to New York? Hmm? Don't you get bored here? Not really. I do. Teddy! That's the pizza! Get back here! Saved by the bell! Where have you been? At Teddy's. Ah. He ordered a pizza. 
I was going to text you. Why? What's wrong? Nothing's wrong. Sorry. It's been a stressful year. I'm still kind of on edge. It's fine. Everything's all right. I have good news for you, actually. Really? I'm not sure I believe you. Would I lie to you? No, but you do have a way of spinning things. No spin, I promise. Do you remember my friend Eliza? The one who lives in New York? Not really. Gosh, she must have been little the last time you saw her. Maybe 12? She's the woman who helped me with the fundraiser for the center's gym. Mm. She had bright green hair back then. Oh, her! You should have led with the part about the hair. Yeah, she was cool. She's the one who gave us our copy of the mixed-up files of Mrs. Basil E. Frank Weiler, I think. She doesn't have the green hair anymore, but she's still very cool. She lives in Brooklyn with two daughters of her own. Wow. I never pictured her as a mom. Moms can be cool. Sure. You don't even know how cool I am. Oh, yeah? Eliza called this evening to chat, and we got to talking about all kinds of things. She's looking for a live-in nanny to help with her girls. Too bad Meg doesn't do that sort of thing anymore. I was thinking of you. Me? Yes, you. You have plenty of babysitting experience, and you did a wonderful job tutoring Amy during her last semester. I think you're a perfect fit. I don't know. Why not? Why are you talking about it like it's a done deal? Eliza's known you since you were a little girl, and she trusts me. If you want the job, it's yours. There's just so much going on here. Your Aunt March will be overseas with Amy. You won't have to worry about her anymore. I also have my classes. You don't think they have creative writing classes in New York City? I'm starting to think I shouldn't leave Beth. With Amy and Meg gone too... Your sister will want you to go. I already had the same discussion with Amy. Amy's not me. She's a little sister, not a big sister. And Europe's not New York. You'll be able to fly back in just a couple of hours if something happens. If? When? There's just no telling what's going to happen and when, Joe. We can't put everything in our lives on hold and just wait. It's no way to live. You sound like Dad. I want to spend more time with Beth. I guess I don't really care about anything else right now. Europe would have been the chance of a lifetime. I don't know if I can justify time away from her for a job. I think it's more than a job. I really hope you'll reconsider. I just don't see that happening. Think about it, Joe, before we turn down Eliza officially. You've always wanted to live in New York City. It would be an amazing opportunity. I'm sure you'd have plenty of time to write and go see... I'm sorry, Marmy. I just can't. This doesn't have anything to do with Lori, does it? What? No. Okay. If anyone should go to New York City, it's him. His grandpa's going to make him finish that degree someday. Teddy had better go ahead and do it before he's too old to party. Hmm. Why do you ask? 
Why do you think? I don't know. I think you do. Little Women, a modern audio drama, is written by Shannon Camp, based on the novel by Louisa May Alcott. It's co-produced by Sammy Campbell and Shannon Camp. Our director is Julia Rowhead Worthington, and our editor is Bex Carlos. Album artwork by Karen Mooney. Original theme by Surrey Music. Find us online at littlewomenpodcast.com.